Welcome to the Events Together podcast, celebrating the very best in corporate event management with your host, Mina. And welcome to the Events Together podcast. Today we have Ryan Doyle, who is Group Director of Sales for Park Regis Birmingham and Staywell Hospitality. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Hi, Mina. I'm really good, thank you. It's lovely to catch up with you. And thank you so much for having me today. I'm delighted to be joining you. Oh, thanks so much, Ryan. Well, it's one of our um, new podcasts, so, you know, no pressure there. Oh, I thrive off pressure. Don't worry. I like a bit of pressure in my life. I'm really excited to be doing it with you. That's great. So just to let the audience know a little bit about who the wonderful Ryan Doyle is. So if you just talk about a little bit about yourself, what you do and where you work, that'd be a great intro to the audience about you. Yeah, definitely. So I am Ryan Doyle. So Mina, as you mentioned, I am Group Director of Sales for Park Regis and Staywell Hospitality Management. Um, so Park Regis Birmingham is our flagship property. We are um, It is a large independent property in the centre of Birmingham, 253 bedrooms with conference space for up to 300. Within our portfolio, we also look after a Holiday Inn Express in Birmingham South. We also have a hotel called Night Night, which is a three-star capsule style hotel. We have just signed a new property due to be opening in 2022 in quarter one, the Royal Angus Hotel in Snow Hill, Birmingham. And we have also um, started working with a company called Seven Living, and we are looking after their sales and commercial ability for 158 apartments nationwide. So very exciting times for us. We have a very diverse portfolio. Majority of properties are independent, which is what we love and and what we specialise in. Wow, so you've been busy over the past few months then. Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we don't stop. As an independent hotel company, we're, we're really fast to react to change and, and we thrive off change. So there, there's been a lot of amendments that have come through. We, we are very much seeing it as a positive. We've had the ability to step back, really look at our structures, really look at our strategies and really to see how we can move forward in 2021. Um, I mean, you know, COVID has has brought lots of changes within our hotels, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in a moment. And, you know, the consumer expectations that come with that. But it's really fantastic to see, though, how positive you all are at the, at the Park Readers and within the group itself. And of course, I follow you on LinkedIn and, and you very kindly uh, um, presented at another one of my events about Back to the Events Future. And who knew back then would still be in COVID now? But, um, you know, I really enjoy seeing all the positivity and, and the positive news and and um, the, the happiness around the posts that everybody at the Park Readers posts about on LinkedIn. So, well done everybody so um of course as a event organizer and full service agency myself i like to work with the venues who are who are positive and who are changing and adapting with the times as fast as they happen which brings us to a question i would really like to explore is what the hotel has is doing during lockdown to be secure in terms of covid as much as possible yeah, definitely. And, you know, you mentioned about when we initially had that discussion on, on our first um, event that, that I kindly, um, that you kindly asked me to come and speak at, you know, we were very much all under the the illusion that, that COVID would be something that would be 
very present, you know, in 2020, but then would be slowly dropping off the back end. And we'd be moving into 2021 as a fresh new year. I mean, who thought that we would still be in November, unfortunately, with, with COVID and cases, you know, still as high as they were. Um, but, you know, for us, it, it has been a year of adapting, learning to change. I mean, as I mentioned, we're, we're an independent hotel group. So we are very lucky that we are quick to react to change. Everything we do is decided by our, our central head office, which is essentially seven people um, who are the senior leaders within the business. So everything is decided around a boardroom table. We're, we're very fortunate that we don't have to go through um, a huge hierarchy system to, to implement change. So some of some of the key things that we've really been doing, you know, it, it almost fit, felt like a new opening again. So each, each of our senior team members were, was designated with a task. And that was the the segment that we were looking after and change that we were due to implement. So the the first thing for us really was to sit back and listen and to find out what is happening in the market and really understand a consumer's consumer's thoughts. So we we then split it down into into key areas. So the biggest being cleanliness. So our, our PRB clean was our biggest change that we then implemented. So we created a a hotel clean ambassador in all of our properties. And that clean ambassador was really the person who would take the the lead with with cleanliness standards and ensure that all of our accommodation, public area space um, and meeting spaces were really COVID secure and and the cleanliest that they could be. Now, with that, we, we took it a step further and actually created our own cleaning protocols called PRB Clean. Now, those cleaning protocols um, included a, a nine-step enhanced checking process. You know, our, our rooms were always spotless across the group. However, it was really important for us to make sure that that checking process and that certification process was present. So we were one of the first um, hotel companies to implement UV light um, checking. So that UV light checking really focuses on high touch point areas. So once a room has been cleaned by by a housekeeper, um, one of our senior housekeeping team will then go in with a UV light, check over those high touch point areas and actually look for for any um, existing, you know, fingerprints or any um, any remnants of, of touch. If that is found and picked up by the UV lights, the whole room gets cleaned again. And again, that is present within our meeting space um, and as much as possible within our public areas. So once those areas have been cleaned and the bedrooms have been cleaned and certified, we then add on our Park Regis door seal just to make sure that a a customer knows very much so that the last person in that room was a senior housekeeper who had certified the room as as ready to clean. So that was our, our, our biggest change really in terms of cleaning. Um, we, we've also had to implement a lot of changes in our events offering. And, um, you know, the, the social distancing really ha- has been the biggest one. Um, we, we've got a fantastic meeting space, our, our 16th floor gallery at the Park Regis, which can usually um, accompany, um, host events for up to 300 people. Now, unfortunately, with social distancing, that has been cut back to below the 80 mark. So that was really the biggest effect on our business. Appreciate that we are still in a time where events are capped at 30. So that isn't necessarily a, an issue for us at the moment. But with social distancing, the big question for us is how long is this going to be around for? When are we going to be able to get back to our normal capacities? Wow, that's an amazing thing that you've been doing then, Ryan, and, and the whole team, obviously. And for me, as, as an event organiser, it's really important for me to 
fully understand the protocols that a venue is taking because I have a, a moral, legal and professional responsibility to ensure that whatever venue I put forward to clients have taken those steps to ensure that the hotel or the venue is as COVID secure as possible because it um, it it instills confidence in the end client and it instills confidence in us as organizers um, when we work with different venues. So um, going on to clients then, I'm sure they've embraced this um, with, with an open heart. Yeah, 100%. And I think we identified very quickly and very early on that there would always be two types of clients. Um, we What we, we incorporated and what we really invested our time in was our guest services offering. So while a lot of hotels were, were taking away the, the luxury elements, you know, for us, guest services wasn't seen as a luxury. It was really seen as, a, as, a, as an importance. Now, our guest services team actually do pre-arrival calls with all of our guests and all of our event organisers. So that really allows us to, to touch base with the guests and see how they are feeling personally. And as I said earlier, it was really important for us to to be able to identify that two types of guests. You know, we know that there will be a guest that will turn up to the hotel, still want to check in with human interaction, still want to order room service through the phone, still want to be able to go and order a drink from the bar, you know, when we're, when we're allowed again, and still really want to see people and have that, you know, non-tangible service element. We, we then also identified that there is going to be a guest that, that will want to, to arrive to the hotel, check in with an app, go into their room using an app and download their key card to their phone. They will also then want to order room service via an app and check out via an app and actually have no contact whatsoever with, with a member of our team. And, you know, that takes away that traditional hospitality offering, which is fine. And we've we've invested really heavily in technology that allows us to do that. And going back to our, our guest service calls, that really allows us to to really understand what sort of service and what sort of mindset that guest is in, whether they want that traditional hospitality or whether they just want to be left alone and, and be completely self-sufficient. So, you know, guests have really, really embraced that. And, and we're, we're really fortunate that, that we attracted quite a lot of media coverage. We had BBC News here. We had um, Andy Street, the mayor for West Midlands here, really praising us on our protocols. And for us, you know, as well as, you know, event organisers, we, we are still busy with events for under 30 people we've got some some great links with training companies and the nhs who have to go ahead with critical meetings and the feedback from our event organizers is you know they they feel like everything has been done for them you know we we have a a pre-arrival call we have a google um google drive which has all of our chartered um, and commitments to event organizers and really we've we've pretty much done the abcs of this is what you need to do and this is what unfortunately you can't do so the feedback has been has been fantastic i think the biggest thing is is cleaning was always very much in in the background people didn't want to see a housekeeper people didn't want to see a public area cleaner cleaning it was all done at night time or it was all done you know behind the scenes whereas whereas now people really get a a reassurance from seeing a housekeeper out and about from seeing a housekeeper you know and in the public areas cleaning and that's where people are getting their reassurance from so we one thing we've done is really made our housekeeping more visible and and customers have seen that and are really loving that and you know feeding back to us you know oh I've, I've never seen so many housekeepers this is fantastic so the feedback has been really really positive and we we only can grow from feedback when we receive the feedback we say is there anything more that you would like to see and that's where we grow from 
that's fantastic you know a real motto of mine is that having that personalized very um personalized service with all my clients so any inquiry that comes through to events together i absolutely take the time to look over myself and i absolutely will call the client myself and it, even if i have um, a member of my team who i'm working with i very much have that client relationship to understand and get underneath their skin to really understand who they are and what they want. And obviously, it seems to be exactly the same what you're doing at the Park Regis. You're phoning up every guest to find out exactly what sort of customer that um, is coming through your door and you are adapting accordingly. You're leaving the ones alone who just want, you know, the high tech, uh, not so personalized or or not so much of an intervention but equally as you say there's some people perhaps who are traveling alone or um, who just like that you know chit chat or like that personal interaction with people so you know two types of customers and it's great that you are serving both types and you're taking the time to actually recognize the individual needs of that individual guest yeah completely and you know it's really nice that the customers have already had that interaction you know we've got a fantastic guest services executive um, and you know she she has that time with the customer and the biggest thing that that we ask is do you have any concerns about coming into the hotel you know is there anything you are worried about and and usually you know it will be oh well I'm just a bit conscious about how do I grab my breakfast or you know how how can I can I use the gym how can I you know make sure that Um, you know, lift buttons have been sanitized and all of those fears that someone has before arriving to a venue are instantly eliminated. So we're we're really fortunate. It's, you know, it's a big investment and, you know, it is a cost in payroll that we probably could have quite easily paused and saved on. But, you know, that client feedback is number one for us and it's not really a sacrifice that, that we were willing to make. Absolutely, because that feedback is really important, as you say, to grow as as an as an organisation and as a hotel. Because without that feedback from clients and from customers, you, you don't know what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, what they what they like and are comfortable with, and what they don't like and are uncomfortable with. So you know, having that personal interaction, you know, from your guest services teams, you know, is is a fantastic opportunity for lots of other people to learn. And I do you have said before that I think you guys are absolutely leading the way in terms of customer service during COVID. Thank you. That means a lot. We we are very much trying, you know, again, I refer back to, you know, I'm constantly saying because we're an independent, but, you know, for us being an independent venue has allowed us to do that. And we really, really want to want to march the way forward. And this is what we can do um, and shout about what we're good at. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good opportunity for us. And, and, you know, going for your um, looking back at what you were saying about cleaning and going into the rooms with a UV light. Is this something that you'll carry on post COVID as well? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I, I think that the cleanliness thing, you know, it's always been important, but it, it's so important now and it's very much ingrained into our minds. We've, we found a, a tool that, that gives clients, you know, additional reassurance. So we're not going to be moving away from that. I, I unfortunately think that, you know, COVID is going to be around for, for quite a while to come. So we, we've all very much got used to adapting that. And I think hygiene, 
you know, will will still be very high on people's agendas. So, you know, I think we will continue to see hand sanitizers, you know, dotted around locations more than you would say. I think, you know, we, we will still continue to use our door seals and we will still continue to use UV lights because it gives customers that, that extra bit of reassurance. So, yes, it costs a little bit more, but the reassurance is invaluable. So yes, I think very much so we, we will be keeping with our, with our enhanced uh, measures that we've put, put into place. That's very good to hear, Ryan, very good indeed, because as you say, it's all about that visibility. It's all about clients and organisers seeing housekeepers around, seeing the cleaning going around, seeing your uh, your action points that you've done and seeing that seal. So they have that confidence that that room has been clean from top to bottom. Um, so looking into the future after lockdown, what are your thoughts? Do you think people will be coming back to live events again with a vengeance? 150 million percent. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an event prof at heart. You know, events are, are what mean the most to me and what I love most about my job. Um, I 100 percent think events are so important. And yes, I do. They will be coming back with a vengeance. Um, we, we've gone almost a, a year now without having live events there. There are event budgets that are sitting there ready to be used. People are desperate to meet face to face again. I was talking to a client yesterday and, and the line that she used was bring back the hugs. And I thought that was really important because at an event, you know, people haven't seen each other for six to 12 months. People are going to hug or handshake and have that interaction. You just can't do it over Zoom. You know, this client I was talking about, it was her team. You know, she hasn't seen her team for six months, seven months. She just wants to be able to have a cup of coffee, give them a hug and have a bit of a catch up. So, yeah, I, I definitely think live events will come back. You know, there's there's a huge element of business that you can't do over Zoom or or you can do. And I just don't necessarily think it, it sinks in as well as it can be. And it, it's the things outside of an event. It's the conversations that happens over over a tea and coffee break or the conversations that happen in the bar post event. I think there's there's so many important key points to an event. So yeah, I, I really think that they will come back. I think the biggest thing that we really need to work on is confidence within the market. Um, you know, hotels and venues have spent so much money really making sure that event spaces are COVID secure. It's really now working on the confidence of the buyer and how we can showcase that. And and I think we just need further clarification from the government on when we're going to be allowed to. I've got clients ready and raring to do events. We just don't have a date as to when the events are going to be allowed to resume for, for more than 30 people. So yes, I definitely think there is still a huge demand. I actually think availability in 2021 is going to be very, very tight because you're going to be having all the events moving from 2020 and the new events that need to take place in 2021. So yeah, I'm very confident in the marketplace. Um, we just need a date and time as of when they can resume once more. Absolutely. And, and I, of course, you know, been in the industry myself for 20, 25 years and um, it's it's just different. There's so many things that you can't do over a laptop. As you say, those conversations, you know, looking around exhibition stands, taking in the atmosphere, all these untangible things that you can't actually do behind a laptop. I mean, I know everyone's pivoting and they're doing online conferences, online exhibitions. But, you know, being in an exhibition hall with 300 exhibitors is just a different feeling, isn't it? 
Completely. And, you know, my biggest, biggest motto is face to face can't be replaced. And I think that sentence sums it up perfectly. You just can't replace a face to face interaction over a screen. You know, not everyone puts their cameras on. Not everyone's as engaged. You know, the, the Zoom etiquette is an absolute nightmare with people talking over each other. You, you can't fully immerse yourself in an event over a laptop, unfortunately. And I know hybrid events are going to be be a big thing in the future um, and they are a fantastic option but I don't necessarily think that they give the value that a face-to-face event can. That's absolutely true and and a lot of of course our events people are exactly that we're very people oriented so we're of course missing that social interaction that you know cup of coffee or that drink in the bar sort of thing you know the things that you 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 take for granted um, and can't necessarily do as effectively over a laptop, unfortunately. But we are where we are and we have to pivot and we have to cope with what we do have and adapt to to new ways of working, which of course you guys absolutely have done, which is really fantastic to see. And it instills so much confidence in, in me as an organizer to see that and to see the fantastic feedback that you're having and having that experience with your guest relations person also high and big massive tick box for you all Um, and and as I said I know you've all been working really hard and paving the way for for clients and for organizers and just generally for the events community to um, bring everybody back together when we can all meet again sooner rather than later let's hope and like I said earlier bring on the hugs it's time we had some human interaction once more Definitely. Thank you so much, Ryan, for your time today. Really appreciate it. Um, and just one last question. I always like to get to know my guests on a, on a bit of a personal level because it's all about that personal interaction. So I'm going to ask you about, uh, about what your favourite food is and why. Oh, so my favourite food, it has to be, it's got to be Indian, Indian or Thai, anything with spice, anything with flavour. My my mother always used to say I have an asbestos mouth because I've got such a a huge high tolerance for spice. But no, I'm lucky that I've travelled quite a lot. And I definitely think that Indian, Asian fusion cuisine definitely has to be, has to be the number one. I'll have to invite you around to my house for dinner then one day, Ryan. A hundred percent. I was subtly hinting at that, so I'll look forward to the invite. <laughs> Absolutely, most definitely so. Definitely a hundred percent. Thanks, Ryan, for your help and good luck for the future. I'm sure that the park readers and the and the group as a whole will absolutely smash it next year. And I and I really look forward to bringing some clients over to you. Thank you so much, Mina. Thank you so much for your time and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Contact Events Together by emailing create at events-together.co.uk for all your event needs and follow us on social media by searching Events Together.